0: Welcome into The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome in to The Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with the executive producer and co-host. Is that your new title? Um, Thank you for joining us. Uh, Mark, how are you, sir?
2: I'm doing great. This
1: week you get to talk more because we didn't hear from you much last week.
2: Well, you didn't need me last
1: week. Right. There was a lot going on. A lot of uh, power players on the show. You can go to thehousinghour.com and listen to last week's show. We had Knoxville Weekend in. They were talking about all of the events that were going on in Knoxville. Um, A lot of stuff happening as we lead up to uh, Halloween and then into November just a lot going on in Knoxville um, that you would be interested in and I'm excited about this time of the year it's definitely my favorite um, the weather is beginning to change you're starting to see maybe even a little bit of uh, cooling uh, temperatures which is fantastic and and also is as well October signifies a very important month for uh, the American Cancer Society, because they are bringing awareness, and this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we in studio are lucky to have Leah Bradley with the American Cancer Society. We're going to talk about all the great things that you guys are doing. Leah, thanks for joining us today.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Um, I know that MIG has several, a lot of survivors in our company, and, and we are so appreciative of what you guys do to bring awareness to our community, to our state, to our nation, because there's a lot of things that you guys are doing to provide assistance, whether that be, you know, through uh, awareness or education Mm -hmm. or, or just a variety of things. But before we sort of dig in a little bit, do you mind just sort of giving us the 30,000 foot view of what it is that you guys are doing? And then we'll go from there. How about that?
3: Sure. Awesome. So the American Cancer Society's mission is to celebrate life, to save lives and to finish the fight against mm-hmm. cancer. Um, so everything that we do is based around that. Um, we offer programs and services to help survivors that are going through their treatment. Um, we have advocacy and prevention and research and screening guidelines that are for the advocacy um, and uh, preventative side mm-hmm. of cancer. And then leading the fight is we want to continue to be the organization that people think of when they need information on cancer. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's, those are three very important things. And, and when you think about the prevention And there's Mm -hmm. so much thing, so much out there. I mean, you think about, well, yes, it could be your diet. It can be your environment. Mm -hmm. It can be a variety of things, but it's also, you know, hereditary. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's things that, yeah, you can do a lot to prevent, but then also you need to be aware because if it is in your family history, then maybe there's things that you can do differently. I mean, there's, there's a ton of things that just you know somebody might be out there thinking well i don't you know i don't have cancer and i don't have anybody in my immediate family who has cancer so you know maybe this isn't that important to me but it is very important mm-hmm. is and and think about talk a little bit about the the things that that people might could be aware of because i think of it mark i mean my grandfather died of of colon cancer my aunt died of colon cancer You know, I have a long history of my my, you know, we've had lots of those types of events. And so for me, from a preventative nature, colonoscopy, you know, regular, Mm -hmm. those type of things. But, but for the breast cancer awareness, part of it, Uh there's things that, that women can do self-check. There's all kinds of other things that they can do, but cancer is like such a just disgusting disease. It's awful because it's so rampant in our society and. And, you know, we, we're not going to I don't know that in my lifetime we're going to eliminate it, but there's a lot of things that we can do to prevent it. So what are some other things that people should be thinking about?
3: Well, I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to work hard uh, to do my best so that my niece doesn't even have to. She'll know what breast cancer is, but she won't be afraid of it mm-hmm. like a lot of women are. So that's that's what drives oh, me. That's wow. my goal um, is is that maybe maybe not in my lifetime, but in. um maybe my child's lifetime Mm. Uh, cancer will be something that um, we talk about, but we aren't fearful of. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when it comes to cancer prevention, the best thing you can do is know your body Mm -hmm. and talk to your doctor. Mm. Um, There are some women that need to start screenings very early. There are a huge majority of women that start around 40 Um, but then there's even another group of women that start their mammograms, um, around 45 and that's all okay. Mm -hmm. And it's all stuff that needs to have conversations you need to have with your doctor. So whether that even outside of breast cancer, for any screenings, for any recommendations, you need to be talking to your doctor on what to do. Um, they'll give you the most up-to-date research. They'll give you diet recommendations, activity levels, um, what you should and shouldn't Mm -hmm. be drinking, any of that kind of stuff that will help um, that. So Talking to your doctor, having that relationship with your doctor is crucial um, in the preventative stage.
1: Now, you could have done a lot of things in your life, and this became an important thing for you for some reason. (laughs) Tell me why you decided to come and take this challenge on.
3: Yeah. So for most people, um, just like for me, there's a personal connection to cancer. Mm. Um, It goes all the way back to when I was very young and my uh, grandfather lost his life to lung cancer. Mm. And I have very clear memories of the end of his journey and how um, horrible it was to experience. Lung cancer was not uh, not pleasant. He lost his he had throat cancer, lung cancer. Anyway, it was it was hard. Um, and as a little kid, I had to wrap my brain around this disease that seemed so humongous and so couldn't understand it. Um, but then it became even more personal when my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, she got diagnosed. The first time in 2007, um, and so I immediately started asking questions to figure out what me and my sisters need to do uh, to be on top of, of this. My mom was adopted, so we have no none of her medical history. Um, so, again, it was really important that we were on um, the front lines Uh, being proactive instead of reactive. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom will still tell you to this day that she believes that she went through what she went through so that my sisters and I could start having these conversations with Mm -hmm. our doctors early, um, could think about what we were putting in our bodies and what we were doing to our bodies and all of those things that, you know, my mom's generation didn't think about. Um, So uh, the cancer came back uh, in 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, So she is officially... Uh, two time survivor and she's been on, um, oral chemo for, uh, seven years now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I work with the American cancer society because I want, I do it in honor of my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and she comes to our, our walk every year and walks with me. Um, and, uh, I have a picture of her on my desk and it's me sashing her as a survivor and giving her a kiss on the cheek. And I look at that and I think, Okay. I've had a bad day. I've heard no too many times. Mm. Something's aggravating me, but it is certainly not harder than cancer. Wow. So just keep going. So she's definitely my driving force um, to uh, to be at the American Cancer Society. But also, like I shared, I just I want to know that I've done what I can do uh, to be a part, a small part of um, finishing this thing. And we've made huge progress, um, and there's more exciting things coming. So I like to know that I'm a part of that.
1: That is really, really amazing. And um, you know, talking about the walk, making strides. Yeah, you guys, you guys are making strides. We are, and you're you're taking back power from this awful disease. Mm-hmm. And that part of that is just what you just spoke about, which was you know your personal situation that has really catapulted you to the front lines. Mm -hmm. And I think the message too for young people would be that, you know, whether or not you have a parent that's experienced this or not, or whether you've had a friend or family member, I mean, everybody has somebody and, but it doesn't matter. The good thing that I see, the good things that are coming out of this are just the awareness and the mission in life. And, Standing up for something that you believe in and trying to like, hey, I, I know that this is a big problem. I can either run from it or I can tackle it head on. And that's what I see mm-hmm. you guys doing, which is really, really awesome. And, you know, I told you about my experiences. I'm sure, Mark, you have people in your family that have experienced cancer.
2: My mother was a cancer, uh, breast cancer survivor. Mm. And maybe on the other side of the break, we'll just touch on the little historical aspect I love.
1: of love. To do that as well, yes, because mm-hmm. um, this coming Friday, Mortgage Investors Group is launching and kicking off their breast cancer awareness um, Program and it's going to be a, a lot of a lot of fun and and we have like I mentioned we have survivors that are that are at Mortgage Investors Group but we're we're doing this to to help give back number one bring awareness certainly um, so from eleven to two coming this Friday we're going to have uh, some food trucks and we're going to have uh, Medic Regional Blood Center there from nine to four they are at the Mortgage Investors Group parking lot um, and a bunch of other things that we're going to talk about throughout the show and give you the opportunity to hey be because making strides the walk is at the end of this month correct it's
3: on the 21st of october
1: 21st of october Mm -hmm. so we'll talk more about that as well because there's still opportunities to sign up i would assume or absolutely so yes we can get you signed up and we're also giving you an opportunity to um, help win 500 dollars as a donation to the american cancer society on behalf of your team and we'll tell you more about that later we'll be right back after these messages
0: The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you for joining us. We have Leah Bradley with us in studio from the American Cancer Society, and we're talking about uh, uh, cancer. We're talking about breast cancer prevention. October is the cancer. What is the official name of it? Is it? Breast Cancer Awareness
3: Month. Just, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Pink is, is what Leah is wearing right now. <laughs> and pink is what it's all about because that uh, represents um, something very, very special, which is that if you're wearing pink, you're letting people know that, you know, you want to help bring awareness to this. The pink, what does that represent to you? Like throughout the year, does it still represent the same thing to you? Do you think about it whenever you see it? Like, what does it represent to you?
3: Definitely to me, pink is that color of unity. Mm. Um, You know, we're united in uh, the same fight. Yeah. And some people, I mean, obviously some people that wear pink don't think about it like that, but But. truly it's, I mean, it's my job to wear pink. Let's be real. But um, I do think about it every time I see it or like I'll see a pink car and I think that has to be a breast cancer survivor because why else would you have a pink car?
1: Unless they were a Mary Kay sales rep.
3: (laughs) Okay. Not that color pink, like a bright (laughs) pink car. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I just I do think differently about it, but I think it's just that's part of my job.
1: And I love how too (laughs) the NFL and the college have have combined forces, and I love when I see that because it's it's it represents to me unity. Now, Mark, speaking of unity, your family had to unite whenever your mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Talk to us a little bit about your experience.
2: Well, it's such an incredible transition where we are from where. It happened with my mother uh-huh. back in the uh, late 70s. Uh-huh. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, today I look at, you know, all the information that out there, all the support groups, everybody, all the monitoring, all the you know, mammograms being offered and this and that and the other. When she got diagnosed, there wasn't this. Uh, I mean, mammograms started in 1976, kind of mm-hmm. like. Uh, and, and that was only suggested if you had a family history. Mm-hmm. So when she got discovered with this, we didn't know anything about it. we never even heard of it. Nobody, it, no information was out there. And that's not that long ago, Kevin. I'm not that old. That's right. But that's it's right. not that long ago. But for to, but today, I mean, it's all over the place mm-hmm. and the screening is so easy to attain. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so the information has got to continue to go out there, get screened, get mm-hmm. screened. That's how you fight this. This is how you win. And it's just devastating when I hear that people are diagnosed with it and they, so ah, I just I just haven't done the screening.
1: Right yeah. No. why now, Mark? Whenever you um, you were in college, so you uh, were. 20? I was in high school. Oh, you were you were in high school. High okay. school. So you were sixteen. Yeah, I was 17?
2: fifteen. I was sixteen.
1: I think. Okay, so when you guys were made aware of it, you you knew she had cancer. I mean, you, cancer. Well, we was, didn't know. I mean, okay. she
2: she found it just she she found the lump on her mm-hmm. breast. It, we were in a. We were in a party uh, mm. at the house. We had friends over for a house, and mm. she she just put her hands underneath her rib cage, and she felt something. Mm. Mm. And I remember her changing, and then you know when they left that night, she said something's something's under. Told my father, mm-hmm. and he was like everybody, ah, you know, mm-hmm. nothing nothing to yeah. it. And we didn't know anything. And then right. we next, it was like the next week we're in surgery. Wow. I mean, nobody was prepared for it. No one understood what it was. Today, the information out there is so incredible. Well, what, and the support and what, groups are incredible.
1: That's what I was getting to was the support part of it mm-hmm. because – um, back in nineteen seventy six like i don 't know that there was some of the i mean there wasn't but when did american cancer society they probably were around i mean
3: american cancer society's been around since nineteen thirteen yeah, so, so just a few pretty years much every major cancer breakthrough in, including a mammogram mm-hmm. has had a c s research funding um and so it is very uh humbling to mm-hmm. hear those stories mm-hmm. to hear how far we've come i've heard had people tell me about how horrible of like a hack job their mastectomy was for mm-hmm. their you know um the follow-up for surgery was nothing like what it is now and um, so it's pretty crazy to to hear but to hear all that
2: that she uh 20 years after she she, she was clear of that's wrestling. incredible i mean so even though we're at a different time. Mm-hmm. Surgery was good then. The doctors were good then. The mm-hmm. treatment was good then. Good. But it's better now. Mm-hmm. It and
3: is. The, well, the we the just know better. so much more now because the science has evolved. And again, um, you can be really proud of the American Cancer Society because they're part of that science. They're uh, funding those researchers who are discovering these awesome, awesome things. So,
1: and, and sometimes when, like, if you had a single mother, for instance, that has kids and they have being faced with this situation of being, you know, diagnosed with breast cancer now, not that there wasn't maybe the something available back then, but now, you know, there's a one 800 number. There's, mm-hmm. there's a Leah mm-hmm. that they could contact. Yep. And if somebody, I don't know why someone's just telling me to have you talk about this. Um, if there's like a, a, a new mother, maybe a uh, single mom um, and you know, they've got a young child, um, what kind of help can be provided? I mean, maybe they're, you know, scared to death because now they can't nurse or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. Where do they go to get help? So, from an emotional standpoint.
3: So, a lot of people contact our 1 um, 800 1-800 number 1 800 227 2345. And that's how they can get access to. Every single thing that we provide, both nationwide, statewide and here locally in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of people walk into our office. Mm-hmm. They'll just walk in wow. right to our office and say, this is what's going on. I need help. Mm-hmm. Um, things where we don't provide directly. So, for example, we don't give free mammograms. Mm -hmm. However, there are many organizations in our town that does. So we say, here's the list of three places that you can contact about getting a free mammogram. Um, Oh, you can't keep any food down. We don't give you insure but here's a recipe on how you can make it at home. And here's five organizations that maybe would donate it to you. Mm. So those kind of, those kind of things. So we're kind of that, that, uh, one-stop shop. You can come Mm -hmm. into our office and get a free wig. You can come into our office and leave with information or for like a, a parent, you can leave with a book on how to talk to your kid about having a cancer diagnosis. We, it's ACS, um, funded books that we have. Um, and then you can leave with a, just a plethora of information for how you can kind of work your way through every step of the journey of your cancer diagnosis.
1: Yeah. Because there's a partnership with the community that you guys have built. And um, this 1-800 number that you said, you know, it says that that they will be offered emotional support information yep. and referral to yep. resources like you just mentioned, yep. whatever that is. Um, Absolutely. And so if you're out there and, and you've been diagnosed and maybe you're on that path to recovery but there's other things that that are missing there's some gaps in your life that you need help filled well this could be an opportunity for you to get that and and you know your doctor does your doctor have to refer you to the American Cancer Society no no
3: and and I will say our most frequent phone call is usually like three or four in the morning which people are really surprised by that and the reason for that we have found is because people will call us before they have their big surgery So they've had to hold it together for their families. They've had to be strong for everybody else. And the American Cancer Society can be that place where you can just say, I don't know what to do. I don't even understand half the things my doctor has told me, you know, kind of just fall apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that speaks volumes to me on on that. Our 1-800 number, I think sometimes you can look over the fact that we're an e- information provider, just like, well, of course, that's what the American Cancer Society does. But there are people, I mean, we get millions of phone calls a year.
2: See, wow. this
3: millions, millions. because mm-hmm. back
2: in the day, you know, you know, when we went through it as a family, there was not, there I know. was no one like that to talk to. Mm-hmm. We were terrified. And, I mean, just terrified
3: of course you were and yeah. it's
2: just it's just horrible to, uh, just not to have anybody that can even connect yeah you never even heard of it mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well that's a yeah. really good sign for what it is that you guys are doing it's pretty interesting to see the way it was and the way it is yeah and i'm, I'm sure you guys are continuing to refine your process and you know making strides the, the whole concept of making strides you know that there is Um, Like, for instance, the breast cancer research that you guys, part of the Mm -hmm. donations that, you know, you give to the American Cancer Society, they're funding 162 grants related to breast cancer, totaling more than $91 million. That's pretty
3: significant, isn't it? That's (laughs) a big
1: big number. And, um, you know, breast cancer research, like we're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what exactly to do not just to prevent it but how to i mean maybe someday to cure it i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure that that is a, a part of the mm-hmm. path but absolutely the, but the research that does happen the grants um the money that is given mm-hmm. you're given to these to these grants and do they focus on specific areas can you talk a little bit about that
3: yeah i'm really proud of the way that the american cancer society does research they um fund researchers very very early on in their career. So usually um they're the ones that are have all these great ideas. They're on fire. They're excited, but they don't have experience. So places like NIH, National Institutes of Health in DC, they're not going to hire a you know, they're not going to fund a program that's so new. So this one is more this is more um Specific to younger people. So they get in, it's peer reviewed, which means there's not some ACS board who makes decisions Mm. on who gets funding. It's peer reviewed. So it's scientists Mm. from the community, um, it's donors that donate to the American Cancer Society. So it's super cool. Mm. So when people say to me, how come there's so much on breast cancer and so little on xyz cancer we can say we're truly funding the best science Mm. and that is decided not by the american cancer society but by scientists who know what's up um so it's very cool how all of that works um
1: well keep that thought because i want to come back to the research aspect of it and then we're going to talk more about the other programs that we're helping fund through donations to the american cancer society we have leah bradley in studio with us continue with us right after these messages
0: Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Here with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. Also, Leah Bradley from the American Cancer Society. Before we move on, I do want to just remind you that this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGOnline.com. Also, uh, The Housing Hour, we are on all of the social media platforms, Facebook.com slash The Housing Hour, as well as Twitter at The Housing Hour, and you can find Mark on Pinterest
2: as well. Oh. Absolutely.
1: Yep. He, pin, he pins away. She laughed at you. Yes, you.
2: You finally, after six years of that joke, got a laugh.
1: <laughs> I get laughs. I get laughs all the time. People tell me, hey, that was funny when well, you make fun of Mark. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I've got a Pinterest page, by the way, and I'm sure the American Cancer Society does as we well. We do. So mm-hmm. it's all pink, I bet.
3: Uh, or <laughs> right now. Your
1: party, right? Yeah. Um, so we were talking in the previous segment about a variety of topics. We were talking about Mark's situation and Mark mentioned um off air i think was that off air that you mentioned about the uh re-diagnosis but your mother passing away that's right talk about that just real quick because that's important for people to know i mean yes breast cancer you can be a survivor of breast cancer but you're um susceptibility doesn't yeah. stop there. You do need to continue to be aware and all those things.
2: There right? There's certain cancers that when you're diagnosed can lead to other certain cancers mm-hmm. and you have certain percentage of risk and those types of things. But back in the day <clears throat> when she was diagnosed and treated, um, she was said to be cured. And she was 20 years later. I mean, she always had the doctor follow up they, cure, they declared her because she survived 20 years after the cancer first being uh, diagnosed as being cancer-free. Mm-hmm. A month later, she was diagnosed with colon cancer, and that's what she died of. Mm-hmm. And then we learned mm-hmm. that actually because of the uh, breast cancer, she became percentagely uh, increased risk of colon cancer, which mm-hmm. no one ever, we just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And the doctors really didn't talk about that, you know, yeah. but information is getting, is, is so better Power, now. It's
1: powerful it's too, powerful. having information that, that is specific. If we'd
2: have known, yeah. if we'd have known that, you know, she was, that there was an increased risk of this cancer and this cancer, she would have been screened for that. Mm. But yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, things are getting better.
1: Right. Well, and technology has helped, you know, the proton therapy that, um, is one of the big advantages of today's, um, cancer patients that, you know, can help isolate the treatment. So maybe it doesn't, um, make you, I guess, uh, susceptible or, you know, radiation is radiation. So when you Mm -hmm. have therapy and I mean, I'm talking like I'm a doctor over here or something, but when you have (laughs) radiation therapy, you know, there's, there can be consequences to that. So just being armed with the information, Leah, yes. right?
3: Yep. And again, the importance of talking to your doctor, because mm-hmm. your doctor can look at your total history and see, um, you know, you were diagnosed in your, say, 30s, which means you're probably, and you survived with from breast cancer, which means the likelihood of another cancer coming up in your lifetime is a lot higher versus, say, somebody in their 50s or 60s who gets breast cancer Perhaps they won't live long enough, even if they survive breast cancer, Mm -hmm. they won't live long enough to experience another cancer, if that makes sense. So it's just, it's kind of a, so again, the importance of talking to your doctor is so huge. They can treat all of you,
1: you, not just your disease. I want to ask you just a question that's, that's so like random, really. Okay. What is (laughs) cancer exactly? What is it? It's a
3: mutation of your cells. Mhm.
1: Um
3: so literally down to your DNA. Mhm. Um things get off and your your body works really hard to repair cuz there's cell damage often in mm-hmm. our bodies and it causes all sorts of different things, okay? Um but this particular mutation um well once the damage becomes more permanent then it's then it's considered a mutation, not just mm-hmm. damage. Right. And then your body works tries to work really hard to adjust to that and it sometimes it just can't and there, that's where we're learning a lot about genetics mm. um, and people that are more genetically inclined to to have certain types of cancers not just breast cancer but many different types of cancers um, mm-hmm. and if you're breast if you have breast cancer this particular type of breast cancer and you test positive for this particular type of gene mutation then it also increases these five things chance of these five. so there's oh, wow. so um, you can't just say you have breast cancer anymore there's you know so your Dozens body of different types of
1: your presence. body identifies this mutation right. as a risk to your life. And it sort of it, it tricks it in a way. Is that accurate
3: before it becomes mutated? So okay. so when it's damaged is when the body tries to work really hard to, mm-hmm. to fix it. Once it once the mutation is done the mutation is done. Mm. So that's when you... Isn't that
1: incredible? It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. Just Some the, people
3: are born with mutations too, which are like, you'll hear about, um, say, triple negative breast cancer, um, that your those cells are there from... From the beginning.
1: And you, would you know that? Is that a test that can be So you I just mean, don't, you don't.
3: maybe someday we'll test every baby that's born to see if they're like, la- I don't know. if 23
2: that, and me might be doing.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> like? yeah, I mean, I think that that's probably a reality. And mm-hmm. someday um, yeah. is that all every person born will be tested for not just cancer, but all sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but just the fact that this conversation is being talked about openly. And publicly mm. by yes. everyone is going to save lives mm. and you know with colon Absolutely. cancer what killed my mother um we didn't talk about colon mm. you no know? you we, don't talk about We don't talk about that stuff and and katie curick yeah. husband passed yeah. away just right after my mother passed away mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just like go she was on the, yes. the go get a colonoscopy yeah it's the first time anyone's ever heard about it and then mm. all of a sudden Starts being diagnosed more and more, more and mm-hmm. more lives are saved.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, that's a bit. What you just said is a really big deal too, because a lot of people will say to me out and about, "Gosh, it just seems like there's more cancer than ever before." And my response back is, "There's more screenings than ever before. It's getting picked people up. People were dying.
1: Oh, uh, yeah." It, mm.
3: It is not that there is more cancer. It's that there's more screenings, truly. Um, So, again, you can look back even at what your family experienced to to be able to see the reality kind of in that.
1: Like I've always heard, and and this may be um, so debunk it if it's not true, but um, if your body is sort of predisposed or or you have an inclination maybe your body has a certain cell that or whatever mm-hmm. In history yeah mm-hmm. whatever that case is and then you know because i've heard like processed foods and and high sucrose and these different things that are being injected into our food like preservatives and all mm-hmm. this other stuff like sugar and all of these different things processed foods all that um could um like feed the disease in a way is that true Or not feed it necessarily, but make you like if you if you if you watched what you ate, if you kept the knowledge that these types of foods will make you more susceptible and maybe you ate more things with, you know, better, better nutrients. Yes. Is there something to that?
3: Absolutely. The American Cancer Society was actually the first organization to say publicly that what you put in your body can increase your Mm. or decrease your likelihood of cancer. Um, Even when my mom was first diagnosed back in 2007. um,
1: I about told you that like you didn't know it or something.
3: People, My my mom's own, own oncologist. My mom's. Yeah. Cancer doctor told her that she could eat whatever she wanted. Oh, wow. And so to go from 2007, from the 2000, <laughs> that was not long ago, okay? No, so no, it's no. pretty unbelievable where we've come in, the, in that sense. But I always like to say 20-something-year-olds, 30-something-year-olds who are marathon runners and who drink lots of water and never have alcohol and have never smoked a cigarette and eat organic and do – they still get cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need to take care of your body for That's many, 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 many reasons. Um, it decreases your risk of many diseases. Yeah. Um, but cancer does not discriminate. Right. Period. Yeah. So, so does it help? Absolutely. Right. Um,
1: I've heard those stories. Like I never smoked a day in my life yep. and, and here I have lung cancer. Yep. Or whatever the right. case is. Or you're and,
2: real good and you hear the secondhand smoke.
1: What? you got to be yeah. kidding me. Yep, exactly. Right.
3: So I like to say there's so much we cannot control with our cancer risk that at least do what you can control. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can limit your alcohol intake, limit your red food or red meat uh, you know, intake, uh, increase your vegetables and be talking to your doctor, yeah. You know, then I mean at least you can feel like you've done what you can do.
1: Yeah, and and I don't certainly I don't want to be on here acting like a um I know I used to work at GNC. Like that's nothing. I, I <laughs> my, my my common response to people when they said, "Hey, what does this do?" and my my response was always, "Well, that is to um, that is an antioxidant and it helps scavenge for free radicals." So it didn't matter what people asked me that until I learned more and more. But there is something to be said also about like real hard evidence that the American Cancer Society has established. Learn about that. Um, maybe there's even supplements they would suggest like vitamin C. I don't know, but you can go and explore the website what is your all's website
3: super easy cancer.org
1: cancer.org so we're going to wrap up this conversation in the next segment we're going to talk about our event at mortgage investors group and then we'll finish talking about making strides on october 21st of this year we'll be right back okay
0: Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host, here again with Mark Griffith. Executive producer and co-host Pinterest Pinner as well. Um, thank you for joining us, and we're we're very excited to have Leah Bradley here in studio uh, from the American Cancer Society. She has pink on, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and so she has been kind enough to come over and speak to us about what it is the American Cancer so- uh, Society is doing for um, people in our community, uh, men, women. Um, I know there's a very small percentage of men who get breast cancer, but it does happen. We
3: about 1%, but it's a real thing.
1: It's a real thing. So, But um, the, the thrust of our entire show is really just awareness and letting you know what's available out there and talking more about like the events. So um, let's first start with this, the Making Strides event. It's October 21st. That's a Sunday. And uh, Leah, there's still spots available. You can get a team together, right?
3: Absolutely. Talk yeah, a little you, bit about that. So... It's a family-friendly, non-competitive 5K walk. Mm -hmm. um, Starts at World's Fair Park and goes up through campus down by the Tennessee River and back into the park. So it's a nice little walk. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really just an opportunity to celebrate. Um... Those survivors that are there, wearing there, we always have the survivors wear light pink, um, and then it's also to just bring the community together. Like mm-hmm. I said, pink has a way of, of doing that, of bringing unity, mm-hmm. and um, we also honor those that that were that you know maybe didn't make it, mm-hmm. and that's driving driving us to be there. But we have um, children's area, food trucks. Tons of survivor activities, lots of different team activities, including the big pink chair, which I'm sure we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about here in a minute. Um, But there's there's just lots of opportunity to have to have fun. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for people to have fun at this event because it's very personal Mm -hmm. and there's something very real going on in their life. Um, But this is really an opportunity to um, just come together, enjoy each other. And, um, honor, remember,
1: and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you want to honor someone that died of colon cancer or of any other cancer, I mean, obviously you guys aren't going to say, Oh, sorry. That doesn't check off of our, I know. I mean, but this, this is just breast cancer awareness. month, correct. So it is about a survivor, about someone who has passed on. Mm -hmm. And, And again, to talk back to what it is that you guys are funding breast cancer research, Road to recovery and other transportation Mm -hmm. programs. Over 340,000 rides to treatment. We take for granted that not everybody has a car not everybody has the means Um, the Hope Lodge which nearly 452,000 nights of free lodging has been provided through Mm -hmm. those donations obviously the 24-7 cancer helpline Mm -hmm. more than 20 million calls chats and emails answered and it costs money for a call center for people who are knowledgeable and patient navigators more than 40,000 patients served and I think that's to the emotional and the referral source, all yeah. that stuff. Um, I did want to also get, I've seen this big pink chair rolling around.
3: Yeah, what is,
1: that? what is the big pink chair about and who is sponsoring it this year?
3: So big pink chair has been around maybe three years, I believe, possibly four years. And mm. it is exactly what it sounds like. It mm. is a big inflatable pink chair. Think big enough to put maybe four or five grown adults Mm -hmm. sitting across it or
1: two or three people at me and Mark.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Um, and so it is a one of our team building activities that we have at the walk. Uh, people always want a group picture of some sort. So the big pink chair is usually the place that people want to come get a, one of the places they want to come get a picture at. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, Mortgage Investors Group is the sponsor. So that's part of the fun that's going to be on Friday. Yes. They're going to we're going to debut it uh, mm-hmm. for the year there. And um, it's just a fun. It, I mean, it's kind of a larger than life way to say, hey. This is what this is what we're doing this yeah. month. And I have so.
1: to give props to Monique Langston, our director of marketing, because last year she had just started at MIG, mm-hmm. and she really put her arms around this project. And not that we hadn't done things in the past, but um, she really focused her attention on this. And um, just so proud to be a part of her team. And you know, I said, "Hey, do whatever you think. Yep. Bring us some options." And and she partnered and she with did. you, and yeah. just. Thank you to Monique for sure. And thank you to Leah for giving us the opportunity to be able to give back. And the partnership between you and Monique, I, I've heard you guys, I know like you guys have worked really well together.
3: Yeah, she, she really is a joy.
1: That's awesome. And so this Friday for Everyone who's out there, you know, obviously the food trucks are there. We're going to have some great options for you. The big pink chair. If your team is run or walking come October 21st, this chair is going to be um, out there in the public and we will be setting events on our Facebook page. So if you go to mortgage investors group, Facebook page, you can go and learn more about how to find where the pink chair is mm-hmm. because the, ultimately what we're doing is a picture contest. So. The pink chair is going to be there Friday. You can enter our photo contest and to win a $500 donation towards your team for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer on October 21st. You can go to migpinkchair.com and learn more. Um, and you'll also have with us this Friday, um, Knoxville Weekend will be there to interview people in the big pink chair, hashtag K-Dub. They're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also doing the uh, big 2018 pink pineapple video which is going to be a bunch of mig employees so that's going to be cool as well and you can check out last year's video if you go to that um facebook event and check it out we're going to have pink cupcakes we're going to have lemonade we're going to have popcorn trail mix stations and things of that nature so it's going to be a lot of fun and and also if you want to meet leah you can come i will be there she she will definitely be there (laughs) um and i mentioned this a few minutes ago in the first segment um the blood drive with medic regional blood center because you know, part of uh, treatment. It, you know, you, you may need you may need blood. You know, what what part of that does uh, it help with cancer? Is there something that is associated with it, or do we just get the medic truck out there?
3: Um, there's many cancer types that cancer patients need mm-hmm. blood from. Per, I mean, particularly blood right. uh, uh, cancers, but there's many that that's a benefit for. Yeah. But uh, medic is
1: all. I mean, they're always. I mean, their blood is is a very uh, hard thing to come by. It is. They're it's always crucial. in short supply. Creshaw and it's vitally important. So we'd love for you to come out and take advantage of the food trucks, take advantage of the photo contest, uh, as well as, um, and we have some great Hibachi Express is going to be there. Kazoku, I think is how you pronounce it, if I'm not mistaken, and Forks on the Road, which is a fan favorite for sure. So you can come and enjoy all of that. And we'll be there just uh, having a great time. And we'd love for you to come out there and enjoy the time with us. Um, And then um, how do they go about signing? Up for making strides. Um, I think you may have just said it, but tell me again.
3: Well, you can go to our website, which is uh, makingstrideswalk.org and mm-hmm. Knoxville Ten- slash Knoxville TN. Mm-hmm. You can also look us up on Facebook. Uh, we've got a Facebook page for our the event and then we have the actual event itself so there's lots of different ways you can find us um and again you can call that 1-800 number 1-800-227-2345 and just tell them hey you heard something on the radio about making strides in knoxville and they'll help connect you from there too so lots of ways to find
1: us you know and the other thing too leah because there's a lot of people out there that when they do something they go all out and i think Mm -hmm. you're probably one of those people (laughs) But also if you're out there and you do want to get involved, well, the cancer society, I tell you what, um, American cancer society, they have an app that you can go download. Yep. That's going to give you some very important pieces to help you post to Facebook. Yeah. Super easy. It's like very user friendly. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And you're Mm -hmm. done. And, and, and you can come out and you can raise money. And it's, it's, it's not about like, like you said, it's, it's a non-competitive thing, Mm -hmm. but if you want to help raise money, to go towards these major, very important components of what the American Cancer Society does, what better way to do that than to be involved mm-hmm. in this great event, making strides? And I think it, if you're out there and you want to do it, um, right now would be the great time to do it because it's yep. coming up in a couple of weeks. So yeah. that is important. Crazy, um, but yeah. Now, as we sort of come to the end of uh, the show. Um, first of all, thank you so much. Thanks for, for having me. This, this has is been great. a wonderful time. We only have about a minute left in the show. But okay. um, as you leave here, what are a couple of takeaways that you'd like for people to remember? Uh, we talked about a lot, mm-hmm. but tell me a couple of takeaways that people can take with them.
3: Talk to your doctor. I think I said that 25 Mm. times. So talk to your doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Take care of yourself. Reach out to us if you need us. We're here. I think the biggest thing I want people to to know is that American Cancer Society is doing big things. Mm. Cancer research, information, our 1-800 number. But we are also here. We are local. And we are helping Knoxville and the surrounding counties cancer patients every single day Mm. so um think big when you think the american cancer society absolutely but also think local because the dollars raised at this event and other events like it are supporting us Mm. are making an impact here well thank,
1: thank you so much for your time you're welcome We appreciate her so much. And guys out there, I mean, cancer is real. And when you lose somebody to cancer, it's devastating. And there's a lot of support that that can be provided. If you have somebody that has cancer, there's also that support. You know, everybody is affected by it. And please come out and support in a big way, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer, American Cancer Society. Find it on thehousinghour.com. Share this show with friends and family. And we'll see you next time right here on The Housing Hour.